Blog Talk Radio. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions. And we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books, A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again, all of which can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Welcome to the journey. I'm your host, Neville D'Angelo. Our guest is activist and performance artist, Black Page, an amazing artist. She has opened for and shared the stage with some remarkable talent. Black Page, welcome to the journey. First, would you kindly tell us a little about yourself and about the many artists that you have performed with? Greetings. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, and thank you to the listeners for taking time to enjoy the show. Um, I started uh, creatively as a child, and that grew into opening a lot of wonderful opportunities for me. Um, I've been fortunate enough to share stages with noteworthy artists like Ruby Dee, the legendary Ruby Dee, um, I've also been on stage and performed um, closing, actually, for In Vogue at the State Fair of Texas. Um, I've performed at events that were hosted by uh, Erica Badu, everybody's familiar with her. Um, I've done a, a lot, a lot of things, um, and I've been fortunate to share the stage with a lot of great artists, Gino Young, uh, Music Child. Um, Flowetry, uh, Mecca Star, um, which is a part of the uh, OK Player Cypher, if you will. Um, and the list is just immense. I've, I've been blessed to work with a lot of great, talented people. That's, that's so wonderful. But what brought you into poetry? How did you uh, take this kind of arc in your life? Well, um, my mother is an English major and, and studied in um, education, so literacy was always very important in my home. Um, growing up, my mother was always very socially conscious, and so while she um, facilitated her spirituality through Christianity, she still maintained a social pulse on um, the plight of African-American people in totality. So those types of things were always around me, that current. Um, in elementary school, I'd say about the fifth grade, I had a school teacher, Miss Moore. And Miss Moore was a Caucasian lady. Um, however, she had a very uh, soft spirit in how she dealt with the children. And I was one of the darker kids. It was a predominantly Caucasian school. I was one of the darker of the black children in school. And so I was faced personally with a lot of um, opportunities to explore myself based on race. And um, one of the things that uh, she advocated was poetry and literacy. And that's kind of where that that seed was planted to start nurturing. And one of the first books that we read was um, Honey, I Love. And it's a collection of poetry. It's been featured on PBS, and it's a wonderful book. I would uh, I would 
offer it as a suggestion to parents who may want to get something for their young reader. But it's a group of poetry that was penned by Eloise Greenfield. And it has some phenomenal pictures that were drawn by Diane and Leo Dillon. It's a great, great book. And one of the title pieces of that book is called Honey, I Love. And the pictures that went with it was a little black girl with a big old afro. And so I could just identify so well with this little character. And um, one of the main pieces, one of the poems that really touched me, it's called Honey, I Love. And it was real kind of simple, but it just was it, it impacted me. I mean, it says, I love, I love a lot of things, a whole lot of things. Like my cousin comes to visit, and you know he's from the South, because everywhere he sees just kind of slides out his mouth. I like the way he whistles, and I like the way he walks. But, honey, let me tell you, I love the way he talks. I love the way my cousin talks. And the day is hot and icky and the sun sticks to my skin. Mr. Davis turns the hose on and everybody jumps right on in. The water stings my stomach and I feel so nice and cool. Honey, let me tell you, I love a flying pool. I love to feel a flying pool. And Renee comes out to play and brings her doll without a dress. I make a dress with paper and that doll sure looks mess. We laugh so loud and long and hard, the doll falls to the ground. Honey, let me tell you, I love the laughing sound. I love to make the laughing sound. And my uncle's car is crowded and there's a lot of food to eat. We're going down to the country where the church folks like to meet. I'm looking out the window at the cows and trees outside. Honey, let me tell you, I love to take a ride. I love to take a family ride. And my mama on the sofa throwing buttons on my coat. And I sit beside her. I'm through playing with my boat. I hold her arm and I kiss it because it feels so soft and warm. Honey, let me tell you, I love my mama's arm. I love to kiss my mama's arm. And it's not so late at night, but still I'm lying in my bed. I guess I need my rest. At least that's what my mama said. She told me not to cry, but she ain't want to hear a peep. Honey, let me tell you, I don't love to go to sleep. I do not love to go to sleep. But I love. I love a lot of things. A whole lot of things. And, honey, I love you, too. That was the first poem I got as a child, and that's what started my journey. Well, wow. I can imagine it. Could you, uh, for audiences around the globe who have not heard of the book, could you just repeat the name of the book and the name of the author? Indeed. It's printed by Harper Collins. Mm-hmm. And the author is uh, Eloise Greenfield. Mm-hmm. And the pictures in the book are done by Diane and Leo Dillon. The book is called Honey, I Love. And Other I Love, love Poems. So that was the title piece of the poem. It was actually um, selected and honored during the 25th anniversary of uh, Reading Rainbow. So I recall also seeing this book uh, 
um, spotlighted by LeVar Burton, and like I stated, I, I got it in school, so it was just a reoccurring thing. I, I kept seeing this book, and that poem has always stuck with me. Um, and that collection of poems is just a beautiful collection of poetry for for young kids, but especially for little black girls. A beautiful mm. collection of works for, for little African-American babies. So that was what started it for me. Now, so it, did it, I know it influenced you to get, get you started, but did it shape the style, your style of poetry, or do you have a different style of poetry? Talk to us about that. Well, I would say that my poetry is um, rhythmic and in line with being the, the rhythmic aspect, it leans more towards the, the musical side of it. Um, initially, when I started writing, I did short stories, uh, hakus, short poems, um, poems with structure and without structure. You know, I, I just kind of wrote freely. Um, in developing myself, my poetry has um, grown and evolved to be a tool to communicate. So I liken my poetry to, um, you can see the essence and remnants of that. Um, I liken it to listening to other literary greats like Asanya Sanchez or Giovanni or Maya Angelou um, or The Last Poet uh, or maybe even a Gil Scott Herring in the fact that it, it tells a story that typically is dealing with the pulse of people versus being placed in um, a fiction environment. Mm-hmm. So I, I strive to deal more with the reality, and a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of times my poetry comes across more so as a dialogue. Um, it mm-hmm. may rhyme, but it's more or less conveying from a particular topic or a stance or position that I feel that I that I hold on a particular topic. Mm. Can you share one of them with us? Indeed. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. Let's do alliteration. Alliteration was actually a poem that I, the idea came to me. I reached out to a, a sister friend of mine named Flo. Um, she's a phenomenal spoken word artist. And initially we took all 26 letters of the alphabet. And I took half, she took half. And the gist was to deal with alliteration. Um, but out of that basic premise, this is what presented itself. Ain't no justice. Just ice for those 32 degrees below perfection studied my lesson. I always used to doing what I was told not to do, accustomed to getting my own weight, a heart accepting pity when I found out that America didn't want me. Now I'm asking myself, how can it be that the apple tree theory be taught to Africans through ABCs and academic rhetoric? Who cares about honest aid when nobody ever told me about Christmas addicts? Leave the haziness out my path. I ain't about to be turned around. I'm bound to be the last one standing in this twelfth round here. Aphrodite almost certain to be apologizing to Apollo for testing me with annoyances and afflictions of love or evil if you're dyslexic. Cause war be a raw necessity in this alphabet alliteration anti serum be the antidote. So arise after the aftermath of Africa. 
Because blazing bullets still burn black bastard boys, and that don't make the news. Because back then, baby boy was just babbling. Quick to get a backhand for back talking, brought before some tree stand judgment in some backwoods. The baby boy believed all they told him about them. Beautiful gold streets and them purity gates. Brother bought the whole story. Never once questioned his own identity. He was whatever they wanted him to be. Bargaining barefoot, the bells above, he bent over to tie his shoe, and the mistake was made. He got caught looking at a white girl's butt, beaten brutally with batons that belonged to no one when the trial came around. He tried to be strong, but the home of the brave sent him away to a bedroom. Bedridden, broken in spirits, he bowed his head, but nobody said the benediction. Calling. I'm calling. I'm calling all cool cats to cause cataclysmic collisions in the catacombs of your cerebellum. I'm climbing. Climbing the colossal mountains of your mind, consciously, seeking to see through all of the things you cannot see clearly. Peace. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's pretty neat. Now, did, did your, I, I'm guessing your experience, I don't know if it's your broad experience uh, as an American or your a personal experience in school, but I know that you're an activist. Um, uh, what influences that? Being an activist, you mean? Yes, yes. Well, I think we all have to be active. Um, there's work to be done. No one person can do it. So it takes all of us taking on the personal responsibility to do what part of the work that we can and mm-hmm. do whatever that work is to the best of our ability. Um me being a uh, African American original black woman, I'm more inclined towards causes that are striving to educate and liberate through mentally liberation, uh, liberating individuals, literally um, liberating them from enslavement situations, but raising up women because I know that when we deal with um, any group of people, women are very important because we bring, you know, forth the life to whatever said thing it is. And so if we don't have our minds right, then we're not able to teach our babies or the fruits of whatever is being brought forth. So I'm very much an activist when it comes to women's issues. I'm very much an activist when it comes to issues that affect um, our community. When I say our community, I mean the community of original people, any person that's of color with brown skin and has no one in that regard. We are generally seeing, even Caucasians in some cases, are seeing some of those same um, unfortunate situations, but predominantly um, people of melanin origin are faced with these uh, perplexing situations at a more alarming rate, Um, being falsely imprisoned, the prison situation that we're dealing with, with how our brothers are being put in jail, um, how we're having, you know, people convicted and then being found, you know, not guilty years later. Dealing with, for instance, I just did a production. Um, much love to Eva Minty and Kimberly Parker and all of my cast members um, who participated in the Lend Us Your Voice a monologue presentation. Um, it was a, a presentation, a theatrical presentation that was created around uh, Dr. Kimberly Parker's research. And her research focused on black women and their dealings or their experiences with AIDS and being in the South. 
So it was a very powerful presentation. So I strive to lend myself to causes like that. Um, I recently, about two weeks ago, actually, um, did a show with uh, the People's Lunch Counter, um, which is an organization based in feeding the community. And it came about of um, the New Black Panther Party here in Dallas, and it was the brainchild of Brother Charles, and um, I facilitated and helped in some of the early organizing phases. But I came back around full circle to be able to do an event with um, the People's Lunch Counter and Feed the People. We had a Feed the People block party where we were able to distribute resources, clothing, food to the community, offer encouragement and support. Um, to our brothers and sisters who are in less fortunate situations. Mm. Now, do you see poetry, um, uh, individual poetry, community poetry, uh, or, or do you see that contributing significantly to an individual's life, uh, especially black girls or black folks in particular, or is it just an a, a entertainment piece? How do you see it? I think it's a slight and a huge disrespect to ever consider it just an entertainment method or outlet um, simply when you go back and study the annuals of time. Poetry is nothing more than um, an oral translation of um, information, and that's typically um, a seat or a place that was held by somebody who was the best knower. So mm-hmm. they are honored as being a saint or an imam or um, your uh, rio. Um, and so I hold it in a higher regard than just being uh, entertainment. For me, um, it's meant to convey information and teaching form. Um, individuals about, um, as I stated, different things that might be going on socially um, on a, uh, and there's there's always the creative, you know, um, being poetic about how a flower grows. There's beauty in that. Um, Then within that, it's connecting and trying to encourage you to get in tune and connected with nature. So I think that there's always some type of an informative that that poetry or literature should take you through so that on the other side of ingesting that information, you process it and you're able to be a better person, think in a different perspective or be a little bit more open-minded and be uh, be an activist towards something, create change. So in essence, it's my ministry. You know, it's one of my ministries. Yeah. Okay. Can you share a little of your poems with us? Okay. Let's see. Cipher. Actually, uh, I'll do cipher. Let's see. There ain't been no justice. Why ask the 85% is each one not teaching one? Well, Negroes got egos, egos that go straight into the stratosphere, and fear is the only thing that pursues and inhibits the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness. My black and nappiness birth the sun, moon, and the stars, check for the jewels. 
Born twice, Hulu like a shine so bright, height and weight on my plate, divinity elevate because it's a life thing, not a hype thing, more than trinkets and things, more than froze and locks, more than anthological hopscotch, it's nation time, June, so please quit checking your watch because you're late. Then ate all the veggies on my plate. Delight in the satisfaction of fulfillment, how knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and this just ain't another five percent of beginner. I'm a very heavy hitter. Sitting right smack dab in the middle of my square, please stare. So that this image replaces those forgeries. Most commit perjury, and the jury's out for deliberation. Defendants found guilty because beat nicks and cheap chicks spit more prolific chick than the ones with the key. Can anybody hear me? Dropping this black seed into some black dirt to bring forth ebony trees that produce millions upon millions of black pages. Because the revolution, it won't be televised, it'll be written about. Because the television tells visual lies, and even if it would tell truth vision, no one would see. Because if it ain't got boobs, thighs, and buttocks hanging, weave ponytails swanging, platinum chains dangling, the stations don't show it, and black folk ain't watching it. And before you move to debate me, proceed with the right mind, use the right words, so the right spirit comes forth through your mouth. Because my mama burst me deep in the south, and I'm not a Negro straight to hell out. Please. Huh? Huh. Well, Kenesha, tell us, um, I know you, you were involved with Death Jam for artists coming mm-hmm. up. How did, how, how did you get there? How, how does that work? Um, well, I actually submitted poetry for um, Death Poetry Jam from Rush the Page. Um was an anthology which was in the mind of um, a couple of individuals. And in them pursuing, uh, looking for people to include in that uh, anthology, my poetry was selected. And so um, I was the only Texas poet. Gratefully enough to be included in that collection, and there are a lot of great artists um, that were included in that anthology. Langston Hughes, Sonia Sanchez, Disney Forward, um, Gwendolyn Brooks. I mean, the list just goes on. So, a lot of great poets in that book, and it was actually um, edited and compiled by Luis Reyes and Tony Medina. So you can purchase that book on um, Amazon.com, Random House, Barnes & Noble, uh, books, uh, Google Books. Um, I'm sure you can probably get it on your Kindle. So uh, you can find that book in, in many different outlets and enjoy that. But it's a definite jewel. And looking forward, you know, doing got some other things that I'm working on here in the near future. Um, so willfully I'll be able to come back and tell you about those things um, soon. Um, but I'll be uh, in next month, I'll actually be taking a trip to New York. So I'll be doing some reconnecting with people in that regard. So who knows what what will come out of that trip. So looking very much forward to that. Well, that's good. So do you, do you have any other books that you want to tell us? Or could you tell, share your website if you have that? Indeed. Um, I've been published in the International Library of Poetry, so you can um, Google and look for me in that regard. Um, As far as um, product that you can get from me, um, you can always, like I stated, catch that book, Bum Rush the Page, A Death Poetry Jam, on your local outlet, media, source, or whatever. Um, But you can always connect with me on Facebook, um, Black Page. 
Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Artist Black Page. Um, you can get my music online at ReverbNation.com forward slash Black Page. Um, I'm on Instagram, The Real Black Page. <laughs> so pretty much any social outlet media you have going, you can find Black Page, and it'll all link back to Rebirth Nation. Um, and, yeah, you can get the CD. First album that's on there is uh, Black Hole. And the second CD that's available is my latest release called The Vortex. And I'm preparing to go back into the studio and work on a third collection of music. And I've recorded several maxi singles um, before, but this will be my third album to put out to people for them to take a listen. Um, I want to send mad love to everybody who has supported me and um, been an encouragement to me. Most folks do not realize but you are very much inspiration for artists because art imitates life, life imitates art. So that reciprocity um, is necessary for creativity to continue to grow. So I appreciate everyone who supported me throughout the year. Well, I'm looking forward to um, hearing some of your music. When you were introduced to me, you were introduced to me as a poet, and somewhere along the line in doing some research, I saw that... Um, that uh, you have music as well, but I wasn't sure whether I was dealing with the same person. I, I want to go listen to some of those, and I'd be glad to have you back on the program with that. Well, I know we have four minutes uh, left, and I, I, I certainly want to hear you share uh, another poem with us. Let me remind the audience that you are listening to Black Page. I'm your host, Neville D'Angelo, on the journey. Uh, you are listening to our uh, virtual Poets Roundtable. You can find more information about that on www.riosports.com slash poetry. That's R-Y-O-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com slash poetry dot php. You can find us on SoundCloud, on uh, Tumblr, on WordPress.com, on a whole bunch of other places. Uh, uh, please uh, Join us on the series uh, with a number of poets. On Sunday, of course, we'll be airing live, a live broadcast from Oak Cliff Cultural Center. Now let me get back to Black Page. Black Page, can you share with us another poem? Indeed. I'd like to close with um, another one, of, another piece that's very influential to me and a very much an inspiration. I'm seeing that I am on the journey, and I'm willing that everyone has a safe and productive journey. I'd like to leave you with Still I Rise, Maya Angelou. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt. But still, like dust, I rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil weight pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tide. Just like hope springs high, still, I rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by the soulful cry. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it off 
hard. Because I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. But, honey, still like air, I rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the hearts of history, shame, I rise. Like from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling I bear in the tide, leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into the daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise. I rise. I rise. Thank you so much, Black Page. I am so glad that you joined us on the journey. And you're welcome at any time. Please let me know any time you have anything that is going on. And I'd be glad to have you on here. Indeed, Thank wonderful. So Willfully, I see you out on the 30th at Sandaga's Market. We'll be performing there, Poets in the Blues. Will y'all come out to Sandaga? Good. Great. Great. Wonderful. Well, thank you. And thank to the you. audience, see you next week. Bye-bye. Peace.